Greetings, my friends, Brandon Fong here, and this is not an understatement, but you're about to hear an interview with my favorite guest of all time. I am grateful to say that at this point, I've conducted over 170 interviews, if you include the ones that I haven't released yet, with some world-class guests. So without teasing it anymore, let's jump right into the interview with my favorite guest of all time, my seven-week-old daughter, Kaya Fong. Is that really what you think? Anything else, ma'am? Okay, I agree. I think that's profound. Guys, I'm a dad. Oh my God, it feels so weird saying that still. I'm still trying it on. It feels even weird saying that I have a daughter. But yes, Kaya Elizabeth Fong was born November 2nd, 2023 at 4.07 a.m. Eight pounds, six ounces, 21 and a half inches long. And it's funny, one of the things I've been saying to people now about this whole experience is that there are several words and phrases that just have a whole new meaning now. And one of them is the word birthday. Oh my gosh, that's a birthday. <laughs> After you go through it, it's like, wow, I didn't realize that that's actually what a birthday was. So anyways, people have been asking me about my journey into being a father, despite the fact that it's been only seven weeks-ish. So I wanted to record an episode for several reasons, but I wanted to give a little bit of context behind it. I'm a part of a group called Dads Making History with my good friend, Blake Fly. He's been on the show and he basically was inspired to create this idea because lots of people, when their, their parents pass away or aren't around, sometimes one of the things that they hang on to that is one of the most meaningful things to them is some kind of audio clip or a video of them and their voice. And his whole idea was how do we actually be dads that record messages, videos, ideas, and make history uh, so that we can give that as a gift to our kids in the future. And so I joined the group way before I even was a dad, just because I knew it would be a powerful forcing function to make sure that I'm being present and reflecting on my journey. So that, that idea of creating content and sharing it with Kaya has been something that has been in the back of my mind for a while now. But I wanted to do a special episode where I would actually turn this into something that is much more than just a short little video. So the idea right now is I'm going to call it Keys with Kaya. Uh, I'm going to be sharing the biggest things that Kaya has taught me and then also sharing the things that I'm learning on my journey that I want to share with her. And maybe if she's interested when she's old enough, she can actually jump on with me. One of the things that my wife Leah and I are truly aligned on is that we truly believe that we are here to learn from our kids as much as we're excited to share what we've learned with them. So outside of this intro, the entire episode, I'll be talking directly to Kaya. So this episode is definitely not for you if you don't want to see this new dad side of me. It's not for you if you're looking for an episode where I bring on some world-class guests, but it definitely is for you if you want to hear some of the biggest insights that I'm getting in my life that I think are important enough that I want to make sure that my daughter learns these things. And you'll also get some peeks into my journey that you wouldn't hear when I'm doing the interviewing on the other side of the mic. So without any further ado, here is the first ever installment of Keys with Kaya. Hey, Kaya Bear. So I have no idea when you're going to be listening to this in the future. As of right now, today, you are seven weeks-ish old, and we still call you our little squish, our little smush, 
Kaya Bear. So if you're a teenager or sometime in the future and that's not cool, too bad because right now you are just the most amazing little human ever. And I'm really excited to do this special thing where I record some of the insights that I've learned from you and some of the things that I think are important that I want to share with you as well. So what I thought I'd do is break this into two parts. The first is going to be keys from Kaya. So the biggest things that I've learned from you. And then the second part will be keys for Kaya. Some things that I'm just doing inside of my life that I think are relevant to share with you. I think it's always important to document your journey and take what you're doing and share it with people along the way. And so these are special things that I think are important for you to do to know uh, as you continue to grow up. So let's start with keys from Kaya. So let's start with your grand entrance. (laughs) So Uh, I guess the first thing I would love to share is, you know that your mom is my best friend and I love her so much and your grand entrance managed to increase the amount of respect and love and admiration that I have for her. Uh, We wanted a natural birth and your mom had spent months prepping and reading dozens of books about natural birth. We hired a doula, Amanda, and she was practicing visualization and breathing techniques every single day for months. And your birthday was a grand lesson in the fact that sometimes in life, you don't get necessarily what you want (laughs) and you can only focus on what you can control and the things that are out of your control. There's no use spending your energy worrying about it. And guess what? The thing that we couldn't control about your grand entrance, that was you. (laughs) So you decided that you wanted to come out in style, which was an interesting choice, but Hey, it all worked out. And they were, or you were in what they call OP or occiput posterior position. I'm probably saying that wrong, but your head was down and you're, you're basically was facing mom's front instead of her back, making, making it harder for, you to get through the pelvis, causing your mom a lot of back pain and uh, a lot more labor. So your birthday was like a three-day event. So mom went to labor on Halloween and we thought we were gonna be you were gonna be a Halloween baby. Then we thought you were gonna be a November 1st baby. And then to kind of cut towards the end, basically all in your mom labored unmedicated for 24 hours. And eventually your heartbeat started getting a little bit too fast and your mom's was too fast. And so we eventually made the decision to do a C-section and all in we labor was about 48 hours and you finally came. So I guess you knew what you wanted and how you wanted to come out. (laughs) So thank you for your first ever lesson in teaching us about parenting of needing to learn how to let go. So that was a really powerful thing that I learned, not only the the next level gratitude for your mom, but also the fact that, you know, these are just a reminder that we have to let go. So a few other things that I thought were important that you share with me uh, that I learned from being your dad for the first few hours. One of the things that your mom and I did after uh, you were born is we wanted to have a celebratory meal. And of course, we were nearby. So we went to go get some pad thai and yellow curry from Thai A Kitchen. I was the delivery driver. <laughs> so I went to go pick it up. And n- not that I don't already have lots of self-love for my respect myself, but as I drove around, I, I couldn't help but think like, holy shit, my, my life matters so much more now because I'm responsible for you as a, as a little human. So you're already inspiring me to grow in a way that I never felt before because I feel not only responsible for being a guide for you in this world and taking care of you, but making sure that this world is a better place for you to grow up in and, and make sure that I'm growing my business and making an impact so that I can do that. So that uh, was another kind of interesting lesson that you shared with me, not just by you being here uh, is just kind of the, the shifts I'm seeing inside of my head. But I've, I've also been taking notes of a few other small lessons that you've given me over these seven weeks. The first is uh, th- this, I, I actually just recently did an interview on this with my uh, my new friend, John Berghoff. And one of the things he talks about is connection to purpose and how in any given moment, you can choose to connect to a 
higher reason why you're doing something. And so one of the things that I, I've started doing as a result of that insight and then also you is I, I could tell myself that I'm sitting and changing your diaper because I have to, or I could tell myself that I'm changing your diaper because you're a human with unique gifts to give to the world and I want to support you in doing that in every way possible, even even if that means changing your poopy diaper. So <laughs> so thank you for that uh, insight and, and wisdom of just kind of being a forcing function of making sure that I'm constantly being present and uh, changing your diapers and connecting to a unique purpose. So that's been special. Uh, another thing that I thought was kind of funny is uh, perception of time. So I did the math the other day. I thought it was really interesting. So as a seven-ish week old, uh, one day represents approximately 2% of your life. And I did the math again for me today. I am 10,167 days old. <laughs> so one day for me represents point zero 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 nine eight three six percent of my life. So in, in another way, 2% of my life is about seven months. So your perception of one day of time passing is the equivalent of seven months of my life passing. And so that's been an interesting thing for me to think about is that that time isn't fixed. It's, it's a construct that shifts with you. And so I thank you for inspiring me to think more deeply about how I can change my relationship with time by shifting the way that I choose to think about it. So that also reminds me of this other takeaway that I've had for because of you, and that is presence. You've taught me so much about presence. Even even you wailing is a lesson in radical presence because I think the funny thing about uh, newborns and, and you is that you have no concept that even if your mom and I understand that you're hungry and we're warming a bottle slash getting ready to feed you and your, your hunger is going to be alleviated soon, your, your only reality is the current situation. You have no conception of the past or the present. And in your mind, you're wailing because it seems like your entire existence has felt like this. So until milk is literally flowing in your mouth, then you have a new reality. But it's just another reminder that the past and the future are also just constructs and nothing will ever happen in the past. Nothing will ever happen in the future. All of our reality happens in the present moment. So thank you for serving as that reminder. And it's another thing that, that is just been interesting because, you know, I, I love kids and I've always looked forward to having kids and playing with kids. I love playing with kids. And it's funny in this newborn phase that you're in right now, uh, you know, in the very beginning, there's obviously you could barely kind of track us with your eyes, but now you're tracking us with your eyes. You're, you're cooing and making noises as you heard from the interview that <laughs> you and I did in the very beginning. And we're really enjoying this phase as it happens. And we're also looking forward to the phase where we can kind of interact with you even on the next level. So it's just a reminder to kind of enjoy each phase. So, uh, that's another been a powerful insight. And the last thing is I'll say that I've gotten from you is this feeling of love or energy. So it's, it's interesting because love is something that doesn't need any explanation. I love you so much and I can feel your love for me even though you haven't been given a worldly definition of what, what love means. And so that's just been a reminder for me that the most important things in our lives are things that don't require a definition. They just require feeling and emotion. So thank you for your love. And I'm just grateful to, to be your dad. So, uh, I'm sure there's going to be so many other lessons, or I know there's going to be so many other lessons. And I, these are some of the smaller ones that I've had while you've been just being a baby. And obviously as you start to walk and talk and say funny things, I'm really excited to, to learn 
even record some of your observations and to have you be my curiosity mentor because I, I think that you would just be the, the perfect mentor for me if I'm uh, building this brand about curiosity because you can be curious about things that I feel like I can't even be curious about because there's just certain things about kids do. So anyways, thank you for all those powerful lessons. It's been absolutely beautiful and so grateful for what you've given me already in these only short seven weeks. So that's kind of what I had written down for those lessons. So I guess we'll kind of shift to keys for Kaya. So this whole year that... Um, we, this whole year for pregnancy was an incredible year. And there's just a few takeaways that I want to share with you kind of in this phase as you were in your mom's tummy and as, as you're here now. And so uh, I have kind of three main things that I think are, are really powerful that I want to share with you. So the first one is about paving your own path. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned is I have always valued mentorship and learning from people that are ahead of me. Having my first mentor at 16 years old is just something that I, I always thought that learning directly from people is one of the sh greatest shortcuts. And a big lesson that I learned last year in 2022 that really accumulated in this year was that as much as you should absolutely love, trust, and cultivate relationships with mentors, at the end of the day, no one can make decisions about your life but you. And I think having been so enthralled by mentorship at age 16, I was always looking for people to guide me on my path. But uh, there, there comes a point where when you know what you want, you have to decide for yourself. And so paving your own path is always going to feel uncertain. That's exactly how it's supposed to feel. And I guess, I guess I'm giving Blake lots of shout outs in, in, um, just, uh, just recording this for you. But, uh, our, my friend Blake fly, he, he said this quote a while ago, you can never make the right decision. You can only make decisions and then make them right. And so uh, a big decision that I made this year that felt, it felt good, but it's still, whenever you're making a jump into something, you're never really fully sure what's going to happen. But the a big jump that I made this year was jumping to my next level of self-expression by launching and investing in this new brand that I'm creating called Beyond Curious. And all of last year and even a good chunk of this year was really going deep into studying myself in ways that I had never done before. And I was lost. I didn't really know what I wanted. And the answers weren't outside in other people or other things that were inside of me. And the, the task was, the hard part was not, not only understanding who I was, but then communicating that to the world. And so I ended up hiring some other people to help me do that. But the, the, the big lesson that I've gotten from this has been so much, but the, one of them is when you do the work to understand yourself, you actually, by function of doing that, are able to understand other people better. And so, uh, you know, one of our family core values that I'll record in other conversations with you is unapologetically you. And so I think it's really important. Your mom and I agree that it's like you are here to do something very special and that needs to be pursued without worrying about what other people are thinking about what is supposed to be right or wrong. Cause at the end of the day, that's a decision that you have to make. And so I'm, I'm, I know that you're going to be doing some amazing things and I'm here to help support you on your path, but even I can't make those decisions for you. That's, that's for yourself to learn. So just some things that I thought were as relevant to share right now as I'm in this phase of my life, because you'll probably be listening to this way in the future, maybe at a point when that's even way more relevant or you're making a decision on your own. So that was takeaway number one that I wanted to share was uh, paving your own path. So that also leads me to takeaway number two, which is about going beyond curious. To me, part of what beyond curious means is that curiosity by itself can only take you so far. Eventually there becomes a point where you have to translate your curiosity 
into action and go do something about it. And the interesting thing about going beyond curious is that nothing happens until after you commit to actually doing the thing that you want to do. You can sit and dawdle all you want, say you want to do something, but at the end of the day, you have to sometimes make commitments, whether that's financial or other kinds of commitments where there's no going back. And this happened to me a lot over this year. The first of which starting to have a family, right? Like I, this, your mom was the catalyst and the champion for really starting to happen. And that, that made this reality happen of you being here. But I, I felt like I wanted to wait until I had it more figured out in my business and my life before we started the family. But, uh, I couldn't have been more wrong. Timing is always perfect. And I'm so grateful. And the, the fact is that as you, whenever you think about having kids, you're never going to be ready and you came at the perfect time. And so that was one of those things where, you know, I was curious, I wanted to do it, but eventually there comes a point where you just, you just gotta, gotta do it and, uh, figure out how to make it happen. So that was one example, but you know, other examples that happened throughout the year of literally going beyond curious and having to just commit and see what happens at the end of the commitment. Uh, one was hiring Alexander Watkins to help come up with the name beyond curious, like finding somebody that can help support you if you're not clear on knowing what you knowing knowing how to do something and so I trusted her in helping translate the work I was doing into coming up with this brand and it's been amazing uh, also physically committing to doing the Spartan Ultra I ran that massive Spartan race this year 34 miles 60 obstacles and I wanted to do that before you came here that was another thing where it's like I didn't know if I could do something like that but I had to commit to the date book the flights uh, we actually we actually drove so but we you know book the accommodation and all that kind of stuff is, is a lot to make sure that, you know, we drove 20, I don't even know how many hours it was. It was a lot of hours, but uh, that, you know, committing that way was a big thing. And, and that was a major upgrade in completing that mentally. Other things like doing my first in-person event this year, Curiosity Quest, launching my own mastermind and running uh, my Beyond Curious expeditions. Like those are all big things that like as much confidence as you have, there's always that level of uncertainty of not knowing whether or not it's going to happen or not. And uh, at the end of this year, the last thing is committing to investing a lot of money into joining a, a new mastermind called Maverick Next in 2024, which will involve going to meet Richard Branson on his private Necker uh, Island, Necker Island. So, you know, I've done all these crazy jumps over this year. And it's gotten a little bit easier each time, but it's never easy. You know, you get a little bit more familiar with the emotions and how it's going to feel on the inside. But, and I, I haven't recorded an audio message about this or anything about this, but we'll be talking about it. One of my, one of my core values is conscious storytelling. And that's all about how your stories are the medium of your reality. You can choose to tell yourself an empowering story. You can choose to tell others empowering stories no matter what happens. So if it's a negative thing, you can reframe it. And so the cool thing about going throughout all these jumps is that you can win no matter what happens, because no matter what, you can find the empowering version of the story to tell uh, and extract the best lessons from it, whether that's internally or when you're sharing that with other people. So those are just some things I've learned this year about literally going beyond curious to create beyond curious, but then also making some big commitments to doing some other things. And just the fact that whenever you're doing something big in the world, it's, it's not going to feel like you're hundred percent confidence, right? Like you're, 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 if you're continuing growing, continuously growing, continuously expanding and stretching yourself, it's, it's, you're always going to have that level of, um, trepidation, but it gets easier and you get more familiar with it. So that was takeaway number two. I wanted to share with you going beyond curious. And then the last one related to number one and number two is that when you, I'm just going to say topically, I'm just going to call this on being aligned. When you, when you make the jump and commit to being unapologetically yourself, one of the things that it creates in the world is 
it's a vibrational shift. I believe that the universe believes in alignment and harmony. It's just the way that nature works. And when you are aligned with who you are and are communicating who you are and are unapologetically yourself, it also attracts other people who are willing to make big jumps and invest and trust in themselves because they're at the same level of energy and vibrational frequency as you. And they'll start to introduce you to other people who match your energy. So that's just one of the things that I've just observed as I've made these jumps is that just the people that are coming into my life is just incredible. And I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed because I know I'm just getting started with it, but it's worth it to go deep into yourself, to find that alignment and pursue those things that you really want to pursue. So I'm just excited to be your dad on this journey. And my, I view my role, a big part of my role right now is just observing who you naturally are uh, and taking notes. And so part of the journey that I did for myself and self-discovery is I went back through notes that people wrote about, like my teachers wrote about me and my report cards way back in those days. So my goal is to uh, hopefully make it a little bit easier to extract some of that stuff because I can at least share some of those things that I'm seeing along the way so that you can use it. And um, yeah, I, I'm just excited for this incredible journey. So that is the that is all I got for you for for now for the the takeaways that I've had the keys for Kaya. Thank you for your keys from Kaya. Uh, I, I just love you so much, and I'm looking forward to doing many more episodes. I shouldn't say episodes. I'm treating this like a podcast, uh, but but I, this is for this is for you. And I just happen to be. Uh, I think it's valuable to share with other people as well. So I, I am going to be publishing this on the on the podcast, whether you listen to it on the podcast or elsewhere. So. I, uh, I love you so much, Kaya Bear. And what do I say to, what do I say to conclude this? Uh, I'll see you at dinner. I don't know when you're listening to this. So, <laughs> uh, I love you. I'll end at that. I love you. Talk to you soon.